what I'm talking about, and you seeing people change, go gay, turn gay, bam. Damn, but you were just saying you hate punks and ain't on that shit. Now you in a full-fledged relationship. So don't you gotta deal with all this shit. You gotta deal with everything, bro. Hmm. You gotta deal with, hey, maze, man, they need you to the chapel, man, they just call you. Hey, man, mama did this die, man. You gotta deal with all that. Your granddad just died, bro. You gotta deal with all that. You can't come home. You can't, hey, man, y'all want him to go home for the funeral? No, nah, man, hell no. Nah. What bitch, you think some shit like that? Bitch, we ain't gonna let you go no damn well. Hmm. You gotta endure it, bro. You gotta deal with all of that, bro. You know how shit, like, it kinda consume, consume me, bro. When mama them, I couldn't say goodbye, bro. Just let it raise me, bro. Back in elementary, I thrived on misery. Left me alone, I grew up amongst a dying breed. Inside my mind, couldn't find a place to rest. Until I got that dug like tatted on my chest. Tell me, can you feel me? I'm not living in the past, you wanna last. Be the first to blast, remember Cato. No longer with the seat, the seats. Call on the sirens, seen them murdered in the streets. Now rest in peace. Is there heaven for a G? Remember me. So many homies in the cemetery shed so many tears. Uh, I suffered through the years and shed so many tears Lord, I lost so many peers and shed so many tears Now that I'm struggling in this business by any means Label me greedy, getting green, but seldom seen And fuck the world cause I'm cursed I'm having visions of leaving here in the hearse God, can you feel me? Take me away from all the pressure and all the pain Show me some happiness again, I'm going blind I spend my time in the cell, ain't living well I know my destiny is hell, but did I fail? My life is in denial, and when I die Baptized in eternal fire, shed so many tears Lord, I suffered through the years and shed so many tears. Lord, I lost so many tears and shed so many tears Now I'm lost and I'm weary, so many tears I'm suicidal so don't stand near me My every move is a calculated step To bring me closer to embrace an early death Now there's nothing left There was no mercy on the streets, I couldn't rest I'm barely standing, about to go to peace and scream peace And though my soul was deleted, I couldn't see it I had my mind full of demons trying to break free They planted seeds and they hatched, sparking the flame Inside my brain like a match, such a dirty game No memories, just a Misery, painting a picture of my enemies killing me in my sleep. Will I survive till the moan and the see the sun? Please, Lord, forgive me for my sins, cause here I come. Lord, I suffered through the years and shed so many tears. God, I lost so many peers. And Lord knows I tried. Been a witness to homicides and drive-bys taking lives. Little kids die. Wonder why as I walk by. Broken hearted as I glance at the truck line, getting high. This ain't the life for me, I wanna change. But ain't no future right for me, I'm stuck in the game. I'm trapped inside a maze. See this tang of ray influence me to getting crazy, disillusioned lately. I've been really wanting babies, so I can see a part of me that wasn't always shady. Don't trust my lady, cause she's a product of this poison. I'm hearing noises, think she's fucking on my boys, can't take no more. I'm falling to the floor, begging for the Lord to let me into heaven's door. Shed so many tears. Lord, I lost so many years and shed so many tears.
truth tellers what it do what it does it is your host Sunday, Sun Diesel, Son of the Sun, Son of Man, Son of God, deeply embedded in the flesh. And this is the podcast, Tell Me the Truth. Let's do it. Let's work. Here we go. All right. Let's get the business end of this done. Come check us out on the website, www.www.www.com. Tell me the truth dash podcast.com. There you can get us with all our social media links, which is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Google Plus, YouTube, and all that stuff. We be putting stuff on Reddit and Tumblr too. All that stuff, Instagram and everything. So come check us out. Come check out the links. We're in 21 countries. We're growing, trying to do big stuff, about to get the merch game up too. So that's what it do. So also check out my man. E. Youngin with Sky High TV, bruh, damn it, we're ready for episode two, it's time to drop it, and I want to hear Tell Me The Truth Podcast plug, because I'm plugging you away over here, bruh, and you know, check out all the musical artists that I do, I tell you, check out everybody that we do on the show, because I only find people who are interested and inspiring to me to have on the show, if you want to become a truth teller, come to the website, go to the contact us tab, send me a link, we'll line it up, no time flat, Lickety split. Let's get some exposure. Let's tell the truth. And uh, other than that, I think that's all the ads I want to do. So let's talk about the episode. This episode, I don't. I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna name this one. I, I had a lot of different names I'm gonna toss around, but being that we pretty much talked about the prison system, I um, think I'm gonna name this one penitentiary. So this is gonna be episode. I think it's gonna be like episode. I always fucking do that. I get to this point and don't know which episode it is, and I have to go to the website and look. I think it's episode 20. I think my internet's fucked up, so it's not telling me. So, oh, no, this ain't episode 20. Episode 20 was with Kofi, so this is going to be episode 21. Okay, boom. So I think I'm going to call this one episode 21 penitentiary with D.Y. Mays. And let me give you the background on this. So, D.Y. is my big cousin. We pretty much grew up like brothers. Me, him, and Gino Mays. We grew up like three brothers. And, you know, you'll hear the story of his life in the show. But long story short, um, he's 37. And 17 of those years, which was pretty much all of his adult years, except for like one, uh, were spent in the uh, Florida Department of Corrections, you know, penitentiary system and shit. And today, when I'm doing this intro, is February 14th, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to all the lovers out there. Um, And he got out, I think he said, on the 2nd. So he has been out for maybe like two weeks. But uh, when I talked to him on the phone, he just had so much passion and so much uh, stuff to get off his chest. I said, well, hey, man, do you want to do the show? Would you like to tell the world what's going on in that prison system? And he was like, I would love to. And I I honestly think we're going to have to do a couple more episodes because he had a lot more to talk about. And we talked more after the episode. But, you know, I didn't want to, you know, broadcast, you know, family business over the airwaves. So we had to save some of that stuff and keep it sacred. So uh, this is good. I mean, I think this may be the best one I ever recorded just because he was not afraid to be honest and real and go deep. 
So, I mean, shit, it was times we laughed, times we probably could have cried, and times it was just real intellectual. So, I think this may be my magnum opus of podcasts up to this point. So, I hope it's episode 21, because if not, I'm going to have to redo this intro. But, uh, yeah, I present to you episode 21, Penitentiary with D.Y. Maze. Get him! Thinking about the good old days Now quick they slip away But I'ma be fine, I'ma be fine I'ma be alright Slide it up and let it roll Let it burn real slow Cause we all know it's gonna be Baby got these tattoos in his face and his head, the way and tattoos all over his body. The next day, I tell you no lie, the next day, them same jitterbugs went to the three tattoo men in the dorm and got their face tattooed. To look like these guys? To look like these guys on TV. <laughs> got their whole body tattoos. Tell was in the lab for like a, a good, Six months getting the body tattooed. Let's sit over here. This part's so at that point is when I realized how powerful TV, TV and radio is. Because I always heard it, rap songs this and rap songs that, and it's true. Yeah, it's the God and the truth. But it's glorified because these dudes ain't rapping about. When you catch the time, the old lady stop messing with them, mm. turning backs on them. Their families turning backs on them. Everybody just turning backs on them, and you stuck. You the man out here, and now you can't even afford a two cent sugar. Or equal. Now here's the thing that trips me out about that fellow. Uh huh. How is it that they glorify that they glorify black guys? Living this gangster lifestyle, this drug lifestyle. Here's the shit that bothered me about that at any rate. Because you just said something great. You said that you have seen young brothers watch these millionaire businessmen who parade around as gangsters, right? Mm -hmm. And then the next day they copy that shit. But watch this. Do you remember the 90s? Mm -hmm. All the gangster rap. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's my thing. So but it's see, like... Here it is, right? Here, here. So, so people mimic that shit. And then they end up in the can. See here, here. But my thing is, who finances it? Here's the thing. Yeah, who finances you, the it? taxpayers? But here's the thing. You have, you have, kids that's growing up without fathers. Okay. So you have the TVs and the radios that's raising these kids because the fathers are aren't there to nip these kids in the bud whenever they funk out of bounds. A woman cannot raise no man. No. It wasn't designed like that. It That's why right. man is missing a rib and his lower left rib cage. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's happening is you got these dudes who sit in front of TVs and listen to radio, TV, radio, TV, radio for the better part of 
the first part of their life mm-hmm. and they emulate what mm-hmm. they see on TV. They act out what they see and hear on the radio and TV. So we can't really fault them. Because it's what they're being taught. Exactly. They're being taught that this is how you behave. Society. This is how you behave. This is what you are. Okay, so now when we sit down and we really look at things for what is really worth, for what is really worth, how many, how many black cops shot white unarmed boys down in the street last year, 2015? You know, I'm not going to say zero because maybe it happened, but I didn't hear about it. Okay. I think one or two. And they fried the niggas' ass. Speedy trials and everything. Okay. Okay. Well, how many white officers shot black unarmed teens down in the streets? I mean, we heard about... In 2015. You know, we heard about... You know, matter of fact, here's a statistic. I think... The cops killed over a thousand people, period. And I don't know how many of those people were black, but they killed a thousand. It's, it's something up close to that. And a I year. Imagine per year. A majority. And it wasn't fluctuating. Of that thousand was black people. Yep. You but, know. you know, I didn't really start looking at things until I moved into a suburban area. Because <laughs> me, staying in the hood, born and raised in the hood, up until I was like 13 or 14 years old, I always thought all over the world was like how it was in my hood okay. until I moved into a suburban area. And I realized there was a lot more shit going on out there than it was in the fucking hood. Watch this. Now I have to agree with you because when I went to Southeast, the most thing that I was exposed to was weed. And I didn't smoke with my homeboys in the hood because I played basketball. I went to Manatee High School. So here's the difference though. When I'm in the hood, I'm hanging out at my homeboy house. His mama smoked dope. This shit looks like shit. So it's like, I don't really want to smoke weed because this like, man, I may end up here. But now, change that when you out on the beach, out on the balcony, looking at the ocean. There's chicks around. You in 10th grade, and they pass the blunt. You're like, shit. You feel like, baby, it's like I'm living a lifestyle. Hit, pass me that blunt. Yeah. And then they pass you some ecstasy. And then a couple of years later, they gateway passed you some, <laughs> some acid. <laughs> but I don't think the weed was a gateway drug. I think tobacco was the gateway drug. I agree. You know? I agree. Because before I smoked weed, I tried tobacco. I agree. You know? So. And that's killing more people than any. You know? Because weed is saving people, tobacco is killing people. But. That's the number one killer right now, bro. Yeah. But now, um, before we started recording. You had mentioned to me that, you know, and I'm going to do all this in the intro, but, you know, for the people who may not hear the intro, you just finished, um, what, like 10, 8, 9? Yeah, um, I just served the eight and a half year sentence off a 10 year bid. And, um, that definitely was an epic journey. It was very epic. Okay, now today's February... I couldn't tell you. 13th. The 13th? Tomorrow, Valentine's Day. Well, yeah, you're absolutely uh, right. Right at that part tonight. Uh, uh, so what day did you, were you released? February the 2nd. Okay, so you were like 11 days free. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, 
I don't even we may have to do episode two to talk about the streets. I want to talk about the can. Mm-hmm. So like you, overall you've been in there, and cousin Gino is joining the convo. So we all here right now, people. And if you could put something in the middle, Thomas, I could put this right in the middle, and we all could do this. Um, but um, for the people that don't know, you are 37, and you spent a total of what 17 years in the penitentiary. Yeah, and that's, that's not including charter hospital and this and that. Nah, and that not including none of that. You know, 17 years behind DOC, in and out, in and out. Three here, five there, and eight and a half here. Okay. So what I wanted to kind of do, and what you wanted to kind of do with the episode, is kind of enlighten people to what you're seeing in the prison system in Florida from an actual person who has lived it for many, many years point of view. Because a lot of people, you know, we watch movies and we see different things that depict what's going on. But, you know, like, I, like for instance, I just asked you, hey, do they really rape people in jail? And you was like, no, not really. But they'll try to talk you out your booty. Yeah. But, you know, the average person like me, you know, middle of the road fella, just watch movies and stuff. It's, it's like, you know, you just you know what you hear in movies and what little bit you hear <coughs> and stuff like that. So I just kind of want to, you know, let everybody hear what's really going on in this correction shit. You know, they're trying to privatize it so they can see why a lot of people come out and they're not rehabilitated. You know, they're in a worse condition when they went in. Now, I, you seem to be in a better condition when you went in, um, you know, based prison, on the last time we talked. Prison is <coughs> whatever you make it to be. It be the Army. be college. It could be hell. It be whatever you're going to be. It could be the, the breeding grounds for fuck shit, for bullshit. Excuse my language. No, it this be, is, you, this is, you can do whatever. You be, it could be whatever. So, what's going on now though, prison is like an incubator for gangs and homosexuality. Mm-hmm. That's what is prison, that's what prison is about. And, I would walk and I would feel so, like a foreigner on foreign land because I wasn't gay and I wasn't with the foolishness, I wasn't with the shenanigans. So I would have to distance myself. I had to disassociate myself with people because they didn't think like me. They wasn't like me. They, they were different. Not saying that I was different from them. We all were black. We all were black young men, but I wasn't on the stuff that they were on. And when I would see the younger generation, when they would come, because mind you, I went to prison when I was 17, 16 years old. So I was relatively young. 20, I, 20 years ago. 20 years ago, when I first went to prison, I'm 37 now, okay? And it was like you had more black, older guys who would pull your coat and be like, Jit, you're going up too fast, Jit, slow down, Jit, read your book, Jit, get your education. It ain't that no more. That's gone. All it is is them same older guys now with their pants sagging. Hanging out. And what does the pants sagging mean? The pants hanging off their ass. You should have grew out that phase several years ago now. Okay. So they said so they they their bodies have outgrown their minds. <coughs> and you see the mindset because they'll go do a thousand push-ups but won't pick up one book. Mm. So you can't neglect this. 
because it's forever a shackle on there. That's what. That's the way they control you. The system will keep you dumb. They keep you dumb. You make them money. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's, it's recidivism. You keep coming back and forth. If they don't give you a skill, you reflect to do what? Come back. Do the same shit you've been doing. Yeah. They give you a skill to educate you. You can jump out and get you a job. But they have taken all of that out of the prison system. So it's like if you don't apply yourself, you ain't gonna get it, and nobody's applying themselves. Mm-hmm. They're too busy, preoccupied with being gay, copying out the Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, being the biggest dope boy. So they really buy into that, even after they after it's landed them in prison, they still buy into it. They get worse when they get to prison. Really? How so? Because they join gangs. Did you join the game? No. So, how, okay, here's my question. Because here's my biggest thing. I was, I'm always thinking, okay, not always, but when I think about your situation, I always think, okay, well, if I went to prison, how would I survive? Because I'm thinking you must have to click up with somebody or at least black people click up, white people click up, Mexican people click up. How does that work? Like, how did, how did you survive without being in a gang or did you kind of just, like, loosely click up? Well, I can't say by far. Whites can tell in prison. Whites can tell in prison. I want to give you a little story about a guy I met. I am not going to say his name, but we're just going to say his name is... Mm. Bob. Bob. Okay. Bob. I first moved in the cell with this guy because... Let me, let me rewind that a little further. And I'm going to tell you why I was even put in this situation myself. The Night Empire came on. 2000, I want to say September. The TV show. The, the TV show, the sitcom. Okay. 2015, September the 23rd. It was the first night coming on with the second season. Okay. So everybody had their benches marked, spaces marked on the benches. <clears throat> Indicating that when the show come on, this is where we be sitting at. So, a guy who normally don't sit in this area is putting his stuff down to sit down. So, I say, um, hey man, you know when such and such such come in, he ain't gonna like that shit, man. So to keep yourself from getting in trouble, once you go ahead and you know what I'm saying. So. <clears throat> He like, man, fuck that nigga. And nigga, this fuck you. This is a black you. guy saying It's a black that? guy. Okay. And he like, nigga, fuck you. He said, I'm so tired of you niggas out here, da 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 I said, bro, you See, dead right, the bro. I said, you, bro, you dead right. But he said, I'm sitting up here today, man. I'm finna watch this. I said, bro, you dead right, bro. Okay. Trying to defuse that because okay. I'm feeling some type of way and I'm a lot older than Buddy. Okay. Okay. So, everybody in this don't know D.Y. Ain't no shit starter. I ain't no troublemaker. I don't like fights. I don't like to fight. Okay? So, he know this too. So he keep on, he keep on trying to antagonize me, trying to entice me to fight him. Man, go on, man. I got 158 days, man. Let me go home, man. Nah, fuck, nigga. You fuck nigga gonna learn da 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 I said, man, go on, bro. Please go on, bro. 
Go on, please. I done went child, I came back and eat. I'm sitting down, smoking a cigarette. Steady going. So he tell me, if you don't fight me now, I come like a thief in the night. So now I'm forced with a decision that I have to make because I'm trying to go home. How can I uh, preach this status trouble shit with my daughter and I'm in here instead of fucking up? I'm thinking about it. all of this. How I'm gonna break this shit down? What if I jam my release date up? But what if I go to sleep and he come with the hell buck fifty, which is a razor, and they melt, they take two or three razors out of his casing, shaving razors, and melt it down into the toothbrush holder. I mean, uh, toothbrush. Cut the bristles off, the part off with the bristles, cut it off, melt it in there with a lighter. And it just come up right behind you, slice it from your ear to your mouth. And that's guaranteed 150 staples. That's why they call it a buck 50. Oh, and they do it not to kill you. Just the ugly scar. Just to be a nasty bitch. Yeah. Oh. And it's a lot of people walking around with this scar on their face. I never heard of that. So, you got to, it's like, I got to deal with this. <laughs> I got to deal with this. Do I go to sleep? Do I go to sleep or tell you to fuck them up now? Now, do they lock your doors when you sleep? Nah, it's an open bay dorm. Oh, it's, it's just a like building a with room bunch of, a warehouse with a bunch of beds. So it's like being in boot camp or something. It's not it's like a warehouse with a bunch of beds. So you're not in a cell. No, you're in a dorm, like a big what, gym with beds, pretty mm -hmm. much. Oh wow! So a person could just creep up and. Yep. So, with that being said, what you gonna do? Wow, it's like shit. I don't know. I like, tell you what I'm gonna do. I got to fuck him up now. Yeah. I guess, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, at the end I of the day, I, I'm I sitting there like, like say, here with me. I, I'm sitting there like, man, damn. I'm sitting there like, man, damn. Fuck, I'm getting anxious listening that to this. That's a whole 158 days. <clears throat> so how does that work? Do you have to, like, try to wait for him to I'll come? I'll tell you how it works. I got a scar on my head to show you how it works. So what happened? So I catch him in the bathroom and I damn near kill him. I'm sitting on his chest, hitting his head on the on the wall. Like the, on on the thing right the here. Tiles on the tiles. So a dude, yeah. A dude jumped over the wall and tackled me, he's butt naked. Bro, you gonna kill him. So when he grabbed me and I walk on, I forget all about him. And he came and hit me with the lock. And he got up. Yeah, he was knocked out about five, eight minutes later. You know what I'm saying? So when he came back, he hit me with the lock. I'm trying to weave it. Like this right here, I'm trying to catch it. Bam! When I catch it, it hit me in my hand. All that went limp. I can't control none of my hand. You know, it hit you in the right spot. He hit me in my arm. So when I grab him like this, I can't do nothing. He hit me in the head. That's when he hit me in the head. But the lock break. If the lock doesn't break, he fucked me up. But it broke, so that it came of, loose. So that took all the energy from it. When he, if he, if he hit me in the head, and the lock doesn't break, he fucked me up because I can't do nothing. 
My hands fucked up. But it break. And I got a dev grip on me. I don't know how I got a dev grip on me. And they're like, man, you bleed, man. She come, she come. I let him go and I walk. He walked his way, I walked my way. And I was put in the box because of me being the most aggressive. But man, to keep from going crazy in there, you got to do you you're dealing with the walks of life. You're dealing with so many personalities, man. It's unbelievable. So many personalities, man. I'm talking about you seeing your best friend sucking dick. You seeing y'all remember Pernell where? I got Pernell sucking dick, man. And he's yeah, man, we grew up together, fella, man. But what the fuck you is you doing, man? Y'all don't want to give me nothing. Y'all ain't trying to help a nigga out. Y'all don't bring a nigga ain't got no money, bro. We ain't got to, bro. We ain't obligated to do nothing for you, bro. Bitch, looking out for me. I can't look out for you. We're in prison. We're in prison, bro. But you got people doing that every day. They change. You got Muslims selling their prayer rug and turning gay. You got gangbangers, fucking punks. And just shutting the ball in game. <clears throat> So the gangs don't. That shit is bullshit, man. All of that shit bullshit. Everything in prison is bullshit. Them same, them same young niggas who come up there looking up to the older niggas, fucking boys, making it cool for the younger niggas to fuck, boy. All of that shit is bullshit, bro. So, is the homosexual culture in there reflecting the homosexual culture out here? Man, it's. From how it was when I first came to prison, it's totally bad, man. I can't say how it is out here because I haven't been out here okay, that long. Okay, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I haven't seen true. it. But I can't say, man, everything is like fucking crazy right now. In eight and a half years I've been gone, this shit is really fucking crazy. Now I have a question. Uh huh. Ask away. What is the difference between when you went to prison 20 years ago and what's going on right now? Uh, far as the mindset with just like the younger like, generation, just like how it works. Okay, I'm glad you asked that question. I, I bet yeah. You know what? I have a better question. Okay, twenty years ago, you get sentenced to prison for your first time. Take me like just quickly through the point to where boom, I'm going to prison, to boom, I'm in prison, to this is what I'm seeing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what was that experience? The first time? The first time. It was new, because I anticipated each moment. I anticipated each moment. Everything was new to me. It was fun. Do, so, so as a young person, how old were you? 17 turned 18. Okay, so as a 17-year-old teenager that got sentenced to prison in America, like, do you feel like people were trying to take advantage of you? This, that, and the third, or was people like more like mentoring you to get you through the situation? It so was more mentoring, inmates. more mentoring to help me get through the situation, okay. to better myself. Because they even offered classes. You see what I mean? You, it, it was mandatory you went to school, for one. You, you're going to go to GED in the afternoon or in the morning, and you're going to work in the afternoon or in the morning. You're going to do either or, but you're going to do both. They took that out. Hmm. Bro, you know, 
my job assignment was being a tutor to help dudes get their GED. And that forever changed me because I was walking up and down the aisles looking into the faces of black and brown boys who hadn't yet learned how to shave, bro. Hadn't yet done nothing, bro. They needed help with everything. And I thought, and I'm like, damn, I'm blessed. Because I was taught how to do this. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And I realized at that point that I wasn't raised like these dudes. You feel me from? Because here it is, if you recollect, I kind of like dropped out of school young. So I'm standing in front of a group of dudes helping them get their GED. I'm helping them learn fractions. I'm helping them learn geometry. I'm helping them learn algebra. I'm helping them learn geometry, everything, bro. Pythagorean theorem. Huh, here you go, blah, blah, blah. Man, that shit. But when they graduate and they valedictorian, and they're like, I like to thank my homeboy D.Y. That made me feel good inside, bro. Simple because I came from nothing. I'm the only black tutor, bro. I'm the only black tutor. Wow. I got a picture at the house. I'm the only black tutor helping these dudes get their GEDs, bro. And I'm teaching them dope, weed pounds. The white people, well, we don't think it's wise for him to teach. All right, bro. It's wise for him to teach um, fractions, use marijuana, da 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 da. Okay. For one, cracker boy. Every time he raises his hand to come all at you, you act like you ain't had no motherfucking time for him. So now, he getting this shit. I'm helping my people. I'm in the trenches helping my motherfucking people. You feel me? I'm gonna go, I'm floating around like a social butterfly. Okay, boy, hey, boy, I know I done seen the thing, boy, you done proved, boy. Matter of fact, Gino teaching class today, boy. I'm interacting with everybody because in each and every last one of them subjects where I have problems at, I couldn't look a white person in the eye. I couldn't talk to a white person. You feel what I'm from? So I had to, all right, I'm going to help develop communication skills to get up in front of a class and talk. Teach this class today, man. I'm hot, man. I don't feel like it. Man, goddamn, D.Y., man, I don't want to go out there, man. I don't feel like it. Oh, boy, if you don't do it, boy, they ain't going to get the lesson. Mm -hmm. Gino, they're teaching the class. Now Gino, valedictorian, he's up there on the goddamn podium on graduation day telling me, D.Y., boy, you the best, boy. I appreciate that, boy. Mind you, I just picked Gino, but out here on the red yard playing basketball all goddamn day. And we ain't even thinking about getting this damn GED. No, he, he couldn't fathom even possibly taking a GED. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Okay. So that's how I, was, I, I, I became an educator because I seen all this fuck shit, bro. I once was fucked up. Just so happened, I was always put into the hands of good people who had my heart best interest. You feel me, going from, bro? Mm -hmm. Because think about it. The first time I smoked weed was with Dinky. Damn. The first time Damn. I. I, 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 I smoked the black men said was giving guns with blacks back in 1990. First time I smoked weed was with you and Fred So <laughs> think about all the bad influences that you've gathered through life from the bad people that yeah. you're home with. And think yeah. about all the good, but it equals itself out because we need the both. Yeah, yeah. That's what defines you. Mm -hmm. But you know what? 
I'm going to tell you one of the most pivotal things that happened to me in my life, and it was when I was hanging out with you one night. Don't know if you, yeah, you have to remember, because we only hung out, like, you know, not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I remember I'm riding around with you one night, Ben, we riding around, and we go to this motel on 14th Street, but it's on the side of Cortez that's closer to Sarasota. I knew you're talking about. Right? Class. And it's like, yeah, you pull into the right, and it's like, okay. And I remember sitting in the room with, I don't remember what that guy's name was. He was a bit red fella. Debo. Damien. Damien. I just no. love Damien. Okay. Damien has a 25, he has a life sentence. Been gone ever since okay. 2000. You want to know what Damien told me? What? This is what Damien told me. Because I think you had went out to catch a cell or something. So I'm sitting in there with him smoking a joint. He was like, cuz, you still in school? I was like, yeah. He was like, you need to graduate. And I was like, okay, yeah. He was like, do it for your mom. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. You know, pass me the weed. And then uh, he was like, bro, you don't get it. He was like, you know, I would do anything to switch places with you right now. He said, you have everything in front of you. He's like, everybody that is here, he said, you see all those guys out there? They're not out there because they want to be there. They're out there because that is the only thing they know how to do. And he said, that's why I'm here. And that's an idiot telling you that. But this is what he told me. But that's an idiot telling you that. Okay. <laughs> but but here's the thing though. This you know, is an idiot. But this <laughs> is what because but that's deep too. And yeah. I'm like, because even the fool has knowledge. Yeah. So watch this. But I'm oh, looking at it that. like this. I'm sitting here with a guy who has all this money sitting in front of him and all this drugs and all this this and all this that. He looking pretty, pretty alright. And I don't think it was Damien, because I didn't know who Damien was. It was uh damn it, it was a bit red fella. Is Damien a bit red fella? Damien bad. Is he red? Yeah. Damien. Maybe it was then, but um, no, it wasn't Damien. I know Damien. You know that if you know Damien, it's not Damien. Damien though. It's Damien somebody Damien. else. I think it was a uh, Bosley bit brother. Um, Quint. I think so. Quint. Quint. It was Quint. 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 Yeah. Big eyes. Yeah. There you go. That's who it was. And he said, "Bro, don't do this." And that stuck with me because I'm like, this guy but is sitting up here saying, "Please." He pretty much like, "Please don't do this." Because you know what? Like, don't come back here. He was like, tell him to take you home and don't come back here. Don't do this. Because you know what? Through the years, man, all bullshit aside, it would have ate me up if you or Trauma went to jail. For real. Because this shit, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't live with it, bro. I was like, damn, that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Even when Whitney started, like, really, really started tripping, tripping, tripping on. I thought I had something to do with that shit, bro. Cause I'm saying Whitney, they came by Whitney smoking cigarettes, and, and Whitney always gravitated around me ever since she was a little girl. So I'm like, damn, I hope none of my bad ways rubbed off on Whitney. You feel me? Mm -hmm. But she got together. Yeah. She got together. So I can't, man, what's going on right now, man, with, as far as with, And I hate to say this. Okay, say it. I really do hate to say this. The name of the show is Tell Me The Truth. But it's a a black and white thing right now. Okay. I hate to say this. But and the reason why I say this is because the issue with the white cops shooting the black boys down in the streets. And the black boys that's being shot aren't black boys like me. Who's in and out of prison, in and out of juvenile detention centers, in and out, in and out of 
problems, the bullshit. These are black boys that's in school that's like never got in trouble before. You feel what I'm from? So mm -hmm. that is my issue right there. I can tell you, I've lived in Sarasota and Bradenton all my life. I'm not from Sarasota or Bradenton. I'm from now for one. This shit is my playground. I'm all over this motherfucker. One minute I might be in Sarasota, name and I might be in Bradenton. Okay. Maybe I might be in Miami. Florida's my playground. But I say all that to say this. This shit, bro, is so fucking crazy now, bro. It is. That I, and, and, and I don't see, I don't see daddies no more. I don't see daddies no more, bro. I take my hat off to you too. Y'all raise y'all kids. I got y'all family. I wish I could do that. That's my only fucking regret. Not raising my kids. I can get everything else, but that time I missed in their life, I could never get that, bro. I'm just start talking about that right now. Okay, okay. Where are we going back? Better. So I'm gonna switch gears, and I'm gonna ask you this: Have you ever been any riot in any riot type situations? Certainly have. Um, what's the question you want to know about that? Um, I mean, what happened? To how you? does it start? What is the procedure? You know, um, do you did you actually get in any combat? Have you know? That happened a lot when I was younger. At Jet Camp, Lancaster, 96, 97. Well, you had South, North, Central. If you're from anywhere from Fort Lauderdale, Fort Mile on down to the South. Fort Mile on up to Gainesville, to the Central. Okay. Yep. Everything else is North. Okay. So that's how you fought. Okay, it was more like regional. Yeah. Very regional. The highest fault. Uh. See, now it's blood, crip, groovy, groovy, whatever the fuck that shit is. Okay, so that's actually happening now? Yeah. So, really Jits, now when they go to prison, if you're not claiming no set, nine out of ten, you're going to get tried. So, you're going to get forced into that shit. But let me tell you about the dude who I was in the room with before I EOS. He's in the game. I said, dude, you ain't no motherfucking game, dude. So he's like, man, I, he go to throwing a little sign set like right here. So I'm like, man, bitch, I'm putting on my property up. So when I got hit in the head, they put me to PM because it's, it's called, it was imposed on me because of that shit. I said, damn, I didn't request that, you know what I'm saying? So they were like, well, this is what the prison do, da da da, but they were like, ship me, I said, ship me. I said, man, y'all tripping me, I go home like two months. Y'all might well let me go get on the compound, put me to the work camp and leave me over here. So they were like, no, we can't let you on the compound with him, da 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 da. So I'm in this room with this dude for a month and a half. So this dude say, I said, what you in the box for? He said, man, a dude held the shank to my face and threatened to 
stabbed me if I didn't suck his dick. Wow. Shawshank. He say, he grabbed me by my collar and told me to tighten up on his, on his wood. So I said, damn, they doing that shit like that? I said, that was what you did. See, my face ain't fucked up. I like, damn, bro. But after he started telling me all his stories, bro, I like, bro, you asked for that. But here it is. As soon as you come to prison, you jump in the game. You jump right into this shit. You jump right into this shit. Because if you're not in the game, you're never in this room with this game banger. It's crip. Okay, so my question is... But when he first come to prison and he's unpacking his shit, the nigga like, who you know? Step down to him, who you know, bro? Oh, I'm from Fort Lauderdale. Okay, well, listen. I got this third dollar list right here, man. I need that by 4 o'clock. Man, give you a motherfucking name. What the fuck you mean you need this list? You need this list filled by 4 o'clock. They go to fight. That's how it is, bro. Jits. Okay. So, so you're forced to do the shit, bro, that you don't normally do. You gotta join games, bro. So how did you make it without joining the game? I'ma light my motherfucking ass up. I'ma light your ass up. See, when I came to prison, bro, it wasn't games. The only ones who was in games were Chico's, bro. It was, wasn't, yeah, that was it wasn't white boys saying, yo, what's up, cuz? My nigga, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It wasn't Chico saying, my nigga this, my nigga that. It wasn't that. Everything done changed, dog. Everything done changed. I had a white boy come to me to my head, what's up, cub? And I was looking at him like, I'm tripping. Yeah, here's my question. So you pretty much say you roll like nomad. So you weren't really affiliated. You just kind of just was knowing that, you know, don't fuck Since up. I jumped into this street shit, which was like in 89, 90, I've never sold anyone's dope. I've never like worked for anyone. I've always been like my own little dude. I Think about this. Selling weed in the fifth grade. You I got me. Yeah. I got me a job, but I just get dropped off to the school. I remember I had to leave the school because he had two hundred dollars in the fifth grade. Bro, listen. I remember that. I leave Manti Elementary and walk to the store. He can he can confirm this, bro. And take my backpack. The whole box. Fuck one. Damn, bubble going down. <laughs> the whole part. <laughs> I'm at school sending that shit and everything, nigga. You can't hear everything, huh? Every day. You can't and everything, huh? Take it long. Are you doing that? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm legit uh, doing this shit. This shit's in my blood. Oh, uh, I remember that. Yeah, but it ain't, bro. This, this shit done changed, bro. And I, and, and I say that. Me, I'm about the empowerment of my own people, bro. You know what I'm saying? Cause we could be so much better, bro. Bro, we could be kings, bro. We gods, bro. We could be anything, bro. That nigga Pop, bro, I swear, that's the best rapper cause he wasn't just a rapper, bro. That nigga wasn't no rapper, bro. You know what Pop was, bro? I'ma tell you what this nigga was, man. This nigga was a modern day Malcolm X. 
and he condensed that shit and put it into a rap form, bro. He like a bop, bro. You got to learn. Bro, I listen to a blasphemy, bro. And to this day, I'm like, what the fuck? That nigga beat, bro. I'm for him to be 25 years old, 20 years ago. Man, bro. Heavy duty. Heavy duty. Bro, that dude changed my life. Cause that nigga telling you, man, y'all niggas be fucking doctors. Y'all niggas be this. Y'all niggas be that. Read. Read, niggas. He telling you at the end of his book. It's rap. And I'm like, damn. I'm in prison, bro. I tell you no lie, bro. I'm in a box. I done hit a bit with a mop, man. Boom. I'm in a box, bro. Now, the box from here to here, bro. This is the size of a box right here with a bed. Now, you, you been like, yeah, it's a box. You got 30 days to do, you got 30 days to do this shit right here. You may be lucky to get a mirror, you may be lucky to see some shit, you may be lucky, you know. You know. <clears throat> Jackie did. They got the window. Don't see nothing. Do some push ups. <sighs> I'm gonna go to grab it. God damn, I'm honing in a motherfucker, man. Try to rap. <laughs> Can't rap. The chest grown. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Try Can't to rap. rap. That's day two, day three, day four, day five, day six. Okay. These books keep floating around, though. You ain't got nothing else to do. Pick up a book. Bro, that was the best thing I ever done in my life. Picked up a book. That shit forever changed me, bro. Picking up a book. I feel like I've lived a thousand lives because I've read a thousand books. I feel like I ain't been locked up. I've been all over the world. I've been attacked by elephants, hippopotamus. Elephants are so smart. I can tell you about elephants. I can tell you about astrology, anatomy. I can tell you about all that, how a woman's cycle is in sync with the moon. I can tell you about all of that. Cause I read. I read. Why life it can't exist on planet Mercury and Pluto because of the gases and all, all of that. I read. I just didn't sit there and just get dumb. I can't. So you found a way to free your mind while your body was locked up. Yeah, I had to. Cause I'm not a homosexual. And I'm not gonna put my dick out on a woman and masturbate. I'm not them. Now, what do you mean by that? Are they doing that to the guards? It's called gunning. What? Okay, what is gunning? Sniping and gunning. Gunning is when the bitch is pull your girl your dick out and just go to grabbing the motherfucker. You just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth in front of a bitch. Now, you got some freaky bitches. You gonna be like, okay, alright, damn, they gonna eat the meat off the bone. You feel me? Okay. And you got some bitches gonna throw you under the bus. Okay. Okay. Those for them, 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 them motherfuckers don't give a fuck. Okay. Then you got the snipers. The snipers are the ones who just gonna sit back from a doorway behind the door under the cover or something and they gonna snipe a woman. The back of her head, a ponytail, <laughs> flesh, <laughs> a toe, any skin. They don't give a fuck. Anything. They don't give a fuck. These motherfuckers is crazy. Okay. 
You got someone just go lay right on the bitch in the day room. Got bitches that are, um, they in vertical. Now they, they horizontal in the day room. And you got some dudes just come across and just go in there, just butt naked. <laughs> come across <laughs> Just die, die in the mission. <laughs> Straight die in the mission. Fuck it up! Man. And that shit hilarious though. Let's just get in front of the dorm, man. And you'll see some shit, what I'm telling you. I swear. <coughs> man, they, they, they hated me. They hated me, cuz. Why? Because I, I'm a realist. I'm gonna tell you how it is. I don't pretend. I'm not gonna pretend. I'm gonna tell you how it fucking is. You either gonna hate me or you either gonna love me. But I guarantee you gonna love me because it ain't no in between. You gonna love me, bro. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm gonna always make my business to depart from anyone on an optimistic note. You're not gonna never say, do I owe you some money? It's not one person that say, I owe him some money. This is telling the goddamn lie, I'm gonna pay you back. I can't sleep well if I owe you, bro. You feel what I'm saying? That's just, that's just me. I just can't sleep. 50 cent, I just can't sleep. I owe you 50 cent. Okay. Yeah, get this, get this money, this man's money. You feel what I'm saying? It's there's no more of that though. So all of that is gone, man. All of that is gone. And what has replaced it? <laughs> Shenanigans. <laughs> and that's Shenanigans. lack of a better term. I repeat, shenanigans. And that's lack of a better term. I, I had to use that, man. This whole little thing is is, is really like off the chain. There's no more mannerisms. There's no more. There's no more nothing, man. This shit is fucked up. I seen this, man. They was pushing old men out of wheelchairs, man. Well, I ain't gonna lie though. Some of the old men kind of like sort of deserved it, but I never. <laughs> I never would have did. Kinda, <laughs> I never would have did. Nobody <laughs> thought it was fucked up. I never would have did though. You feel me? But they had one named Paul. He like fuck nigga. Your mammy should have chopped you on your head. No. <laughs> she like that, man. That nigga had a filthy ass mouth. <laughs> so, hey, he, caught, he had a stroke. His whole left side of his body was was like. Yeah, it goes dead or numb or yeah. numb. And he constantly. Cause he drew. Drew, okay. He constantly did that. And he couldn't wash his body. You know what I'm okay. saying? And, but it was crazy because you could be talking to a dude like right now. Da -da -da -da, and tomorrow, you see him in the 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 the, 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 the um the, 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 in the morning, cause you know everybody going to child, it brushing their teeth and shit. What you can hear? He like oh, this. Oh, okay. He like this right here. And he's trying to what brush his teeth? Or trying that? to brush his teeth. He had a stroke. Now he was having it or he's had it and he's that's had it. a stroke. Okay. In his sleep. So there's nobody to help people like that? In his sleep. Oh. He was straight the day before oh, he went oh, to sleep. Oh, oh, oh. So you're saying that's how y'all found out. It's just you just see him sitting there. Yeah, he don't he don't know. He can't even brush his teeth. So he stroked that just kind of Yeah, bro, I'm talking about and you seeing people change. Go gay. Turn gay, bam. Damn, but you were just saying you hate punks and Ain't own that shit. Now you in a full fledged relationship. 
So dog, you gotta deal with all of this shit. You gotta deal with everything, bro. Hmm. You gotta deal with, hey, maze, man, they need you to the chapel, man, they just call you. Hey, man, mama just died, man. You gotta deal with all that. Your granddad just died, bro. You gotta deal with all that. You can't come home. You can't, hey, man, y'all want him to go home for the funeral? No, nah, man, hell no. Nah. What bitch, you think some shit like that? Bitch, you ain't even let you go no damn well. Hmm. You gotta endure it, bro. You gotta deal with all of that, bro. You know how it, like, it kind of consumed, consumed me, bro, when mama there, I couldn't say goodbye, bro. This lady raised me, bro. Mm-hmm. My granddad, he raised me, bro. Every time I pick up a knife or a hammer or a screwdriver, bro, come on. I got a job right now, bro. Putting in those, bro. Pop, 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 pop. My granddad! He died, I couldn't say goodbye. So it ain't really about me, bro. And it's crazy because the situation, I can't do nothing about the situation. Well, but all of that is because of the decision I made to go to prison. But overall, overall, in the black community, man, it's a lot of this going on in the black community. I'm just one of the few who are able to dive in that shit, get educated, learn a lot of shit, and was able to put the words to the color, like colors, bro. You know, it's just like you got a, it's like you got a canvas, bro. We got all these shit, the colors, the paints, different paints. The only way this picture is gonna come vivid, bro. I'm talking just to the third, is my eye, bro. It's many colors you have, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. On right here, the okay. more colors you have, so with words, words are those colors, bro. You okay. feel what I'm saying? So the more words that I can put in my what is a repertoire? Okay. I can have, I can paint pictures with words. You feel me? Mm -hmm. That's why I take my hat off to y'all for being in here with this rapping shit. That shit turned me on, but I like that shit. You feel me? Yeah. Because it's painting the picture. I've been in hip hop ahead. I kind of like introduced all y'all to that shit because Uncle Father introduced me to it. Uncle Father introduced <laughs> me to it. I introduced y'all to it. You feel me? It's yeah. all different kinds of music that even I came home with the go go music. You I remember me? the go-go music when you were in the state. Bro, you? the go-go music, bro, it's right now to this day, it's part of people who ain't going to know about go-go music. And go-go is still bigger. up there. You feel me? Up there, but you know that, though. Because yeah. I brought it down here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Had I never bring it, you never hear it. You probably hear it, but you're all right, you know what I'm saying? But I brought it down to where you say, okay, these dudes that play hanging out, it's a whole different culture now. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So now you got all different kinds of styles coming at you, that's why you always been a musical genius. I know you, you rap like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but to do that, to put it in, condense it, to put it in rap form, I can't do that. But I can write you a book. I can write you a book. Yeah, I think your key will be motivational speaking because you speak with passion. Nah, I, I, I can do that. I can write you a book. I can do whatever you want. Yeah. I taught a class for six years, Yeah. I taught a class for six years. I used to get up there and stand and talk on, on podium and shit. So I, I did all of that, you know? But my thing was, I'm doing this so I'll be able to come home 
and tell my babies, baby, I just didn't do time in prison. You feel me? I had to psych myself out a lot of time, like, boy, you better hold on, boy. Goddamn, hold on, nigga, you better keep on going, cause that, them years, bro, just put the bam, 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 like, God damn, this shit gonna end. This shit right here, killing me. Mm. Man, man, I'm like, man, if I want to write the judge, man, you think they're gonna show somebody some leniency, boy, cause this shit is too long. I did it, though. I ain't had to compromise my masculinity. I didn't have to fight. Now, I did fight a couple of dudes for fucking with a couple of dudes. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, for, let's say, for example, I come in the room, right? As soon as I walk in this room, there's a white guy in the top bunk, and there's a black guy standing on the wall talking to the white guy in the bunk. So, when I'm in the room, he don't take the initiative to move as I'm Taking my shit out. I got my role. I'm at OCI, which is Orlando, reception. All reception are the worst camps to be at. Cause you got so many people coming in. You got like 5,000, 6,000 inmates. Just constantly coming in, constantly going. So you all got to be on your shit. You can't go to sleep with your shit. Cause a bit like you get transferred that night. And you in there knocked out in your house open. You feel me? So you got to always be on your shit at the reception centers. Okay. So I fuck around. This dude, he's hanging in his room, he's hanging in his room. I go to sleep, he's hanging in the room. I wake up, he's hanging in the room. So I don't, I can't say that to this dude because it's this guy's company, my roommate. You feel me? So I'm like, hey dude, man, what kind of shit you got going on with this with, with buddy, man? He said, man, I, I don't know, man. I keep telling him I don't want him hanging out, da 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 But he keep hanging out, da 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 I said, well, you need to tell him. You know what I'm saying? Cause I go to sleep, man. I, I want to chill, man. You got this dude with this. Standing over me and shit, man. I don't be liking that shit. You know what I'm saying? So he like, da 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 da. I said, you need, you need to talk to him, man. So bam. As time go on, this dude is fighting this dude while I'm in here sleep. So I asked him, well, I must, I must the dude, the black dude. I asked him what was going on. He said the dude kept rubbing on his leg, cause he's backed up in the corner with his feet trying to kick the dude like this. Okay. So I'm like, what the fuck? When the dude was standing over me, I, I, I sensed the, his presence, you know what I'm saying? That would make me wake up. And I had to lean like the vampire, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, God damn. So I said, bro, what the fuck you got going on? So he thought, now you taking up for the cracker. I said, bro, I ain't about to be taking up for no cracker, bro. It's about respect, bro. I ain't coming to your room with that fuck shit. Okay. You standing on here all goddamn day. So we end up tussling in this room, okay? But long story short, it's a lot of that going on in there too. These motherfucking niggas in here trying to take advantage of these crackers and shit. You feel what I'm saying? So okay. it's like the whole, the whole thing is crazy, bro. Cause I felt like that's another time I got in a fight for that. I got in a fight for the lock shit. I got in a fight for, 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 for. I, I'm helping the dude. I'm helping the dude get his GED. He done got his GED, and I'm telling him. I said, man, listen, man, it's two dudes, uh, a, a Dominican Republican and, and Haitian, and he said, always talk about the little border thing they got that separate them, right? Okay. So we, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm helping to get the GED, but we wait. It's take like a month, take like a month to get your GED, the results of your GED, okay? So I'm telling them, I'm like, man, listen, man, one of y'all gonna have to be the janitor, and one of y'all gonna have to be a tutor. Both of y'all can't be tutors, you know what I'm saying? She ain't gonna let y'all do that. So y'all have to decide amongst y'all self. 
Because if y'all don't go in there with y'all shit together, she's going to bat y'all ass down, you know what I'm saying? So, bam, I'm telling her. I said, man, listen, man, stay off the window, bro, because there's a lot of black females who got this prison. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, all right, all right. So I'm like, man, check it out. Bro, you can't do this, da 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 He said, so who telling you all this shit right here, bro? So I said, what you mean telling me? So he was like, uh, bro, we feel like every time you say something, it be you telling, bro, because you won't never tell us. But they don't know that when I became a tutor, I had to sign a confidential thing saying what we discussed in these meetings. I couldn't go out and talk about what we discussed in these meetings, bro. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So I wasn't able, so when I come tell you what was discussed in these meetings, bro, it wasn't for you to go repeat it, it was for you to tie your shit up, bro. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So now you wanna know who told me this, and I can't tell you who told me this. So now you tell about, oh, well we feel like you didn't, you said it, then. we feel like you snitching, nigga. Now I gotta be, I gotta show the set of example for everybody in the class, bro, and I'm gonna put a request in to come closer to home. I'm like, man, goddamn, bro. You see these situations mm -hmm. keep on occurring, bro? Mm -hmm. I just tried to come closer to home, bro. I've been in the pan for five years, bro. How the hell do you do get that GED, bro? I just tried to come to Hardy CI. That Thursday, that Friday, I'm in a fight. So now, he telling me, nigga, get that, da 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 I said, man, bro, go on with that bullshit. Now we fight. But these little things that I kept having to go through, you feel what I'm from? I'm trying to help a motherfucker. Hmm. Everything. Now, guess what? The next day, uh, Monday, we come back. While I get the best of him, bam, 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 bam. I'm getting jumped. Somebody grabbed me from the back like this. Said they stopping the fight. Nah, D.Y., it ain't going down like that. It's another dude in my class. He has you in a rear naked choke. Though. Yeah, he got me in the choke like this. Nah, D.Y., ain't going like When I go to get the best of his homeboy, he's in the game. Oh. He's in the game. Something like that, bro. That's how you stop a fight, bro. You got up in there? I ain't going to get my own team. See, I was on the brain. I ain't going to get nobody. I learned a valuable lesson, though. You feel me? But it's gang shit, bro. Mm. How shit is. Mm. This is how shit is, bro. This is how it is. I could have easily went and got anybody from South on the brain, bro. But I ain't been throwing no fuel on the fire. I'm trying to get down here. I ain't trying to just fuck that shit. I'm gone. I know what I would have did to Buddy. And get what he said to me Monday. Man, you right, man. Come here, man. I need to holler at you, bro. I said, what's up? He said, man, I just came from out there cleaning out the bathroom, man. He made me the janitor. He said, man, you gonna bleed what I just heard, man. That's what you just heard, bro. He said, man, them motherfuckers in there snitching, man. Tell me they, they can't sleep because they feel like they're in a tattoo parlor. They just subliminally told the captain in the warden, in the head of clarification, that bitches get tattoos. Okay. By their bed. You can't do that. No, it's against rules, regulations. Okay. But people apparently get tattoos. Yeah. Okay. So now I have another question. Uh huh. So let's say there's a person, 22 years old, goes to prison, and there's a magical portal to where you can whisper something into his ear. What do you tell that person? 
Who, me? Yeah. What would you? What advice? Stay away from punks, gangs, and gambling. And those. Things and the punks is gonna be the worst ones. And why? Because that's what they want. New blood, like vampires. Ah. Uh, Virgins and shit. Ah, uh, they want to turn them. It is like vampires. And they gonna keep all the dope. And you gotta think, there's 120,000 inmates. Uh, 120,000 inmates. I'm gonna say, out of that 120,000, 40% of them are homosexualities. Are homosexuals. Wow. I'm gonna say 40% of homosexuals. Wow. <laughs> now you said they will have the people keep the dope. How, how does the drugs work? Like, because apparently there are drugs there. So my question would be, I don't know if you can disclose this, but like, how does it get in exactly? Huh? <laughs> you know? The ass. Right? I mean, isn't that... <laughs> See, they know how to get in. Because <laughs> I would think, you know, it would be the guards, but I'm thinking it's 2016, right? So, you know, they got body scanners at the airport. <laughs> listen. You know? Listen. Before... I got on a Tuesday, that Saturday. That Saturday, they came through, and they like, everybody put their hands on their head. And get on their bumps. Everybody on their bumps. So they came with this the funny-ass-looking machine, right? I like, oh, shit. This bitch got lights and everything at this motherfucker, right? <laughs> so he came, he set it down, right here, and he like, the other officer like, maybe we need to re recalibrate. Oh. Right? Bam. <laughs> So he hit the little button. Beep, 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 beep. That bitch with a flash. So I'm sitting there like right here. He said, oh, everybody on this board right here, y'all stand down and walk past the machine. So I go, and they, they like really don't have no regard for your respect whatsoever. They, this how you do? You. A search. This is what a search consists of. You stripping down to your birthday suit, which is nothing. You then bend over and you spread your butt cheeks and you cough two times. Then they run a wand, a magic wand over your ass. Hold to see if you have a phone in your ass. Set your phone in your ass. Whoa. Okay. That's how everything get into the prison system. They can't stop it. So I don't feel like I'm snitching or anything by saying that. They can't stop it. Okay. I saw these cricket ass officers bringing in too. But, um. Uh, ah, so I guess it either comes in via the butt or the crooked officer. There's no drones delivering, you know. They're not that highly technical. And that's another thing I was wondering about too, because I noticed that, that you, you know, you gotta lighten it up every now and then. So I noticed that you, uh, my mom was telling me that the whole touch screen phone thing was kind of new to you. So what kind of phones, what kind of technology do you have access to? I mean, cause I heard some people say that in certain prisons, I don't know if that's in Florida, they have internet access, uh, this and that. And I remember you, uh, you're free now. I remember you gave me a call. Can we mention that? You yeah. Gave you gave me a call on the cell phone before. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, are they like old prime code? A phone, or? <laughs> a phone 
It's a flip phone. They, man, they got, believe it or not, they got these phones in prison right now, man. I mean, that seems like a lot to put in the butthole. <laughs> and for people, this you have to listen to this. So this phone is about listen, three by listen. five and a half, six inches. Now, listen, you get this in your butthole. <laughs> Some shit went listen. down. <laughs> listen, man, you'll be amazed. Feel like that. But you got to think, this right here is $500. Wow. So people going to... Walmart and getting the prepaid cards along with these phones and selling these phones for five hundred dollars. I've seen these phones. I've seen these phones in prison. Do so you have seen them? Uh huh. So people do actually have you know touch screen. Yeah, yeah. I went to jail two times for phone. I had to do sixty days in the box for two cell phones. Ah. Uh. Had hundred twenty days. Hundred twenty days for two cell phones. Hmm. So they're pretty tough on the contraband? Um, phones and dope. Phones and dope? Phones and dope. What's the drug of choice in there? Tucci. K2. Spice? Spice. Man, really? Yeah. People smoke spice. You can't detect it on a drug test. Drug test. The thing you is- get caught with anything, smoking, spice, anything, they spend your visit. We narcotic pills, whatever, the spinny visit. Mm. So but that's crazy. The whole thing crazy. The whole prison system is crazy. The whole jitterbug shit is crazy right now, man. Yeah, the jitterbug shit is crazy. I know the, the, the situation in this area is definitely a different way. That's why I really don't even really you know, like you said, I when I went to the east side I pretty much drive by my old house. Keep going. What's the dad doing? Oh, uh, he's just chilling. He had just got over like a little cold or something, so no. I couldn't go see him. I went and saw my grandma, cause he had just got over a cold. And you know what, the kids you don't want to bring them around that sickness, man. Hey, daddy boy, he's still open for cleaning out the garage about twenty years ago. <laughs> man. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you know they done painted the house a different color yeah. and everything, man. I went by there because I was gonna stand out front and take a picture, but I guess it's some new people there, so yeah. I was just like, "Yep." Gave the old house a salute, kept it going. Yeah. You know, but I tell you what, the beautiful thing, and I was telling my wife, I said, just from talking to fella, the beautiful thing is, is that you know he hasn't lost himself within this whole endeavor, and the greatest thing is that moving forward, man, you know, it's very simple. You know, yeah. just be simple and vibe out, you know. And the same principles that got you out of that place can keep you out of that place, you know. Well, I, I definitely can say that the endeavor wasn't fruitless, but I did get something from it, you know. And I did get educated on a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying. And... Like I told my mom, man, there's nothing I feel like I can't do if I put my mind to it. Because I've always been a firm believer in if you put your mind into what you believe and whatever your mind conceive, you can achieve. That if you want to be this, you can be this. You just got to work hard to be what the fuck you want to be now. Take the right shit. But whatever you want to do, you can do it, bro. Only you can stop you. Only you can stop you. I wanted to be the biggest drug dealer, bro. I became the biggest drug dealer, bro. 
I sold everything. I sold pills. I sold coke. I sold weed. I sold everything, bro. And both dimes, twins, whatever you wanted, I sold it, bro. But I didn't care about the money. That's why I made so much of it. It was just me getting lost in the hustle because of what I was dealing with, bro. You feel where I'm from? As opposed to me putting a stem to my mouth and lighting the and smoking the crack and hellin', that never was me. I sold the shit, but it was the same, the equivalent of that. Cause I got lost in that shit. You feel me? So you got addicted to the grind itself. Cause I got lost in that shit, bro. Cause I know with the product that I got from that high, which was money, I could gain acceptance from people by spending it on them. You feel me coming from? It was uncanny, but it's yet it was true. You feel me? Because, like I said, I had a lot of issues that I was dealing with that defined me. But when I did this time, I'm like, damn. Here it is, man. I can't keep letting this shit do this shit to me because now I got two girls that I got to be there for my, my babies. And I can't let this shit rub off on them because here it is. I don't vow to do what my daddy never done to me, to my daughters. And that's speed up. But here it is. I done fucked up. And inadvertently, bro, did the same shit my daddy did to me, to my daughters. Mm. You feel what I'm from? So it's deeper than just me. You feel what I'm from? Yeah. The same decision that I've made in my life, bro, affected my daughters. You feel what I'm from? It's yeah. the same the same decision my mama made with me affected me, my daughters. You feel me from so now yeah. it's like I got a lot of shit that I got to deal with too. So when I say that, it's like, mom, it's like the night. Damn, I gotta omit that. Yeah, let's omit that. I gotta omit that. Let's omit that. But But I think, you know, I think the key and like I was saying in the car ride earlier, and this is all really with life, and this is not just for you, this is for me, and this is my whole thing, because I feel like as I get older, because, you know, I was bullied a lot. I wouldn't say bullied, but teased a lot, picked on a lot, you know, whatever, you know, people tease you when you, but I love when you, you talk cousin. funny, you know, you know, but at any rate, you're not saying y'all, but just in general. So I think now that I'm older, it psychologically does a thing to where now I don't really tolerate it, yeah. you know, so it has an effect, you know, because everything that happens to you when you're young shapes who you are when you're old. And I realized that. So, like, I was telling you, even when I have situations where when people in certain situations will try to raise their voice at you or whatnot, then it's like, whoa, pause. Wait a second. You know, please don't be raising your voice at me because I'm not raising my voice at you. But on the inside, you know, you're. I'm excuse, my mouth a little dry, excuse me, people. But on the inside, you're like boiling and burning. And it's the key for me is trying to find a way to divert that energy. Now, what helps me with it is like uh, your mom said, I take jujitsu. And uh, other than the fact that it can really fuck up your back, so you need to be careful, people, because I've had ribs popped out and all kind of shit doing this. But it helps as a vehicle to channel angst you know so the key with anybody is they just have to find a vehicle 
to channel their angst. Now, the problem that we have in the society today, you know, is a lot of people use substances to channel their angst, you know. And you know, a lot of people burn to do this or that, and I'm not saying this and that, but that's just, you know, a fact that I'm throwing out there. But it's nice to supplement that with other things, you know. So I use jujitsu because I know sometimes you may have a bad day at this or a bad day at that, and you know, have a punching bag too, you know. But it's just having a vehicle. Now, music was that vehicle for me for quite some time, and you know, I started doing put my freestyles back up because it's a big endeavor to make music and shit like making beats and writing and this and that. And you have a family, so I'm like, <sighs> you know. But you have to do something to be creative to have that outlet, you know. So you just have to find out outlets and channel that angst. Because no. like, cause, cause watch no. this too, watch this too. Cause like moving forward in your situation, you have a lot of stuff that you have to deal with, you know? And like you said, you've been away for a while. So it's yeah. like you go from being in a situation where you can't deal with it to a situation to where boom, you know, it's yeah. a shock. And, they, and you know, and they don't really have any trans, I don't know, any transitionary program because you know I don't think he went to a halfway house or anything so it's but, just like yeah I honestly can't ever recall reading a book about it either okay you know what I'm saying I honestly can't say though what makes the transition a lot less turbulent is the support that comes from the family okay you feel I me mean? yeah so it's like how I grew up, how we grew up, our kids are growing up a lot different than how we grew up. Oh, yeah, I mean, technology alone. No, not just technology. Because of the many sacrifices our parents made, made for us to have decent, decent education, decent childhoods. childhoods. You feel me coming from? God, their shit was fucked up. But you know what? So, I ain't finished though. So now, when you sit down and you think about it, the generations over time. So now we're educated now to where our parents, we're way a lot sharper than our parents. Because we got a wide range of the shit that's accessible yeah, for us to learn. Resources. Resources. With these phones, you got the computer in your heart. I went on down a DM. On the phone, <laughs> I went on a date last night with some sexy with my smartphone all over the world with my phone. <laughs> my room, in the comfort of my room, I'm all over the world with my phone. But you know, and now watch this. I'm just gonna point something out. You just took a trip from a thousand years ago yep. to now. Watch this, and I'm gonna show you how. You said before you felt like you went all around the world by reading books. Now, you go all around the world with your phone. Man, listen, man. I tell you no lie, man. I had three chicks last night willing to pick me up and just hang out with me. I went to work. I got me a bill. I wrote me a blunt. And I was back on the porch smoking the blunt, uh, drinking the bill. By the time I finished smoking the blunt, I had me three chicks willing to come pick me up and just take me out to eat. And you know what was going to come along after that? Down and after down. After I got that motherfucking um, <laughs> shit in my system, 
You know what's gonna go down after that. All that time I they ain't on that first night. I've been gone ten motherfucking years. So I ain't trying to hear none of that. And I ain't gonna take nothing now, so you take me home, but listen. Bully Hill. We gonna take nothing. Tell him. <laughs> that shit is unnecessary. Hell this this shit is off the chain, bitch. Goddamn this phone shit is off the I'm all in fucking Philadelphia last night, man. I'm thinking about flying to Philadelphia. <laughs> you know. <laughs> this, I can't turn my phone on. That bitch showing me titties. Bitch riding a dick. I love this shit. <laughs> As the song said, the new age. But hey, we're at an hour, so I'm going to wrap this one up right. and get back you with you. You better leave it. Yeah, so, yeah, cause, I right. thank you for hollering at me. And like I said, you know, I'm praying for you because I love you. Hey, y'all, holla at Gino Maze. Man, y'all caught the album, 1981. Dash one. And check out episode two, The Real Gino Maze with Gino Maze. And episode, I believe it's like 12 or 13, 1981 one live. And we're going to hit the... I got faded tattoos. I got holes in my shoes. Like I said, that was serious. Yeah, so thank you again, the fella, a.k.a. D.Y. Mays. Because, oh, that's a big one. We got to have them back, like I said, because uh, while listening to that, I noticed it's a lot of questions that I did not get a chance to answer in our little bit of time. But, you know, we're going to be getting up a lot just for family time anyway, so we know we got to touch not only on that, but on his progress and all the new beginnings and all that good stuff. So at any rate, man, remember, come to the website, www.tellmethetruth-podcast.com. Get us on all our social links. Check out Gino Mays. Hit him up for studio time, beats, all that good stuff. And you know what, man? If you can't tell the truth, don't talk about it. Peace. See no changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself, it's life worth living? Should I blast myself? I'm tired of being poor and even worse, I'm black. My stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch. Cops give a damn about a Negro. Pull a trigger, kill a nigga, he's a hero. Get it back to the kids who the hell cares? One less hungry mouth on the welfare. First ship him, don't let him deal with brothers. Give him guns, step back, watch him kill each other. It's time to fight back, that's what Huey said. Two shots in the dark, now Huey's dead. I got love for my brothers, but we can never go nowhere unless we share with each other. We gotta start making changes. Learn to see me as a brother instead of two distant strangers. And that's how I was supposed to be. I can never take a brother if he's close to me. Uh, I let it go back to when we played as kids, but then change. That's the way it is. Come on, come on. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. 
just the way it is Things will never be the same That's just the way it is Oh yeah no changes, all I see is racist faces Misplaced hate makes disgrace to racist We under, I wonder what it takes to make this One better place, let's erase the wasted Take the evil out the people, they'll be acting right Cause both black and white, and smoke a crack tonight And the only time we chill is when we kill each other It takes skill to be real, time to heal each other And although it seems evident, we ain't ready To see a black president, uh, It ain't a secret, no concealed a fact The penitentiary's packed, and it's filled with blacks but some things will never change Try to show another way But staying in the dope game Now tell me what's a mother to do Being real don't appeal to the brother in you You gotta operate the easy way I made a G today But you made it in a sleazy way Sell it back to the kids I gotta get paid But well, hey, well, that's the way it is Come on, come on That's just the way it is Things will never be the same just the way it is. Oh yeah. Hear me. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Oh yeah. We gotta make a change. It's time for us as a people to start making some changes. Let's change the way we eat, let's change the way we live, and let's change the way we treat each other. You see, the old way wasn't working, so it's on us to do what we gotta do to survive. And still I see no changes, can a brother get a little peace? It's war on the streets and a war in the Middle East. Instead of war on poverty, they got a war on drugs so the police can bother me. And I ain't never did a crime, I ain't have to do. But now back with the box, giving it back to you. Don't let them jack you up, back you up, crack you up, and pip smack you up. They get jealous when they see you with your mobile phone But tell the cops I can't touch this I don't trust this When they try to rush, I bust this That's the sound number two You say it ain't cool But mama didn't raise no fool And as long as I stay black I gotta stay strapped And I never get to lay back Cause I always gotta worry about the payback Some buck that I roughed up way back Coming back after all these years Right, tat, 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 tat That's the way it is That's just the way it is Things will never be the same That's just the way it is Oh yeah That's just the way it is Things will never be the same That's just the way it is Oh yeah